my show. Oh, DJ, thank Doug we are finally home. Tell me about it. Can't wait to post up on my bed. Me too. If I can even get up there, the lug jumped on my back. I'm gonna need some serious spot time after that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sign me up for a puppy massage too. The lug butt was bouncing all around like a pinball. I mean, it's exhausting dealing with him for that amount of time. Yeah, that was Baba and Daddy leaving for as long as they did. I feel like I aged two years during that time. I count at least a hundred new gray hairs on my face and feet. Look at I'm going bald. No, you're not. I totally am. Look at it. Look at it. That's not you balding. Oh, okay. Then how would you explain all the shedding? Exactly that. It's your seasonal shedding going on. Nah, I I say it's because of the lug. Fine. Have it your way. I tell you what. I am ready for a good nap followed by a walk. A good meal, followed by another nap. Throw in a snack and some bedtime cuddles, and I will have exactly what you ordered. Ah, shit. What? The bedroom door is closed. Damn it! Now we have to wait for mother and father to unpack. Ah, jeez. What? 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 What's wrong? Ah, it's nothing. We were just at hominies for so long that I feel like I'm just covered in mohair. Oh, I know what you mean. I haven't gotten the smell of mo out of my nostrils since we left. It's getting stronger, almost like he's... Welcome to the sleepover! Part doo-doo. Oh, God damn no. it. Mo, what are you doing here? Yeah, we just left your place. We're not going back. Yeah, move aside, Mozart. I'm getting up on my bed. Oh, uh, Cousin Z. It's okay, Mo. Just let her pass. This is her house. She can post up on any bed she wants. Well, in that case, then, uh, entree. Thank you. Seriously, though, what the hell are you doing here, and why the hell are you welcoming us over for another sleepover? Funniest story. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let me sit down for this one. Yeah, get a little side sit in yourself. Get comfortable. This doesn't mean that I'm signing off on a long story, Mo. Deal. So, I woke up this morning really depressed. No, you didn't. I was with you when you woke up and you were singing and whistling around the bedroom before the sun was up. Early bird catches the worm. And the early worm gets eaten, Mo. I need sleep. Understood. So, you and Indy left this morning. I was automatically down. Oh, yeah? Of course. I love all the time I get to spend with the two of yous. You guys are my pack. Really? After all of the stuff we just said about you a few minutes ago? Oh, I know that the two of yous knew that I was in the other room. Oh, yeah, of course. So I start moping around the house, and then the minge starts packing everything up. Ooh, everything? Yeah, my crate, my bed, a select group of my toys. I'm watching her do all this, and I start saying to myself, wait a second, I know what's going on here. Wait, what was going on? Well, I don't know, really. I just always wanted to say that. I was actually hoping that you or the minge would tell me. I just got here, and you were already here, Mozart. How would I know what's going on? Right. So I get all harnessed up, locked into my throne, and off in her time machine we go. During the ride, Minge explained to me that she has to go away to visit some of her members of her old pack and that doggos can't join her. She tried to do the fingers thing to tell me how long she'd be gone, but I couldn't count that high. I am not liking the sound of this story. So I was even more depressed. Then my little lug butt started to wiggle, and then my tail was in a full-on wag because I saw the time machine pulling into my favorite cousin's house. And here you are. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our first story, out of Colorado. For the first time since the 1940s, the state has had its first litter of gray wolf puppies. Uh, don't say that too loud. What, pup? We already got the lug here. We don't want Milo and Zola rolling in at the same time. Good thinking. A state by 
archaeologist and district wildlife manager spotted the litter of at least three wolf pups over the weekend with their parents. The discovery comes after Colorado voters narrowly approved a ballot measure last year that requires the state to reintroduce the animal on public lands in the western part of the state by the end of 2023. Gray wolves lost their federal protection status as an endangered species earlier this year, but they remain protected at the state level. Opponents of the reintroduction initiative argue wolf reintroduction is bad policy as well as a threat to livestock and a $1 billion hunting industry. To which I respond, fuck you. <laughs> I love it when she swears. Wolves were reintroduced into the northern Rockies in the 1990s, and about 3,000 of the animals now roam portions of Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, and Northern California. In our next story, four new breeds were introduced into the Westminster Dog Show this year. The first dog in the working group is the Dojo Argentino. Oh, I love his crazy horror films. Very dreamlike and artistic. That's Dario Argento. Dojos are big, muscly dogs that are used to hunt wild boars. Well, that sounds like something from a Dario Argento film. <laughs> True that. Next up, <laughs> looks like the dog show has beaver fever too. The beaver terrier is winning hearts and minds and soon to be dog shows in the toy group. And next up in the sporting group is the barbet. This French dog is joyful, loyal, and bred for birding. Just a side note, I bet if I was French, it would be pronounced barbet. Although I could be wrong on that too. Finally, in the herding category is the Belgian Lacanois, if I'm saying that correctly. Bless you. These affectionate, alert, and intelligent dogs were bred to guard and herd livestock. Welcome the newest breeds to this breeders' competition. I feel like we should boo here, but I can't really say if we should be booing or clapping or what. Well, I think we let our feelings know when we call it breedist. In our final story, to piggyback on the last story, Wasabi, a Pekingese from East Berlin, Pennsylvania, took top prize at the Westminster Dog Show. David Fitzpatrick said he has showmanship, he fits the breed standard, he has that little extra something that sparkles and that sets a dog apart. He looks like a furry little kickball, if you ask me. You could for sure beat that little fluff bra on a rap battle. Oh, for sure. That guy would be trying to find a word that rhymes with caviar. <laughs> this marks the fifth time that the Pekingese has taken the Best in Show title. Jeez, spread the wealth a little bit. The win was not without controversy. Twitter exploded with fleshies that were taking issue with things ranging from the extreme breeding practices to the fact that the Pekingese is a Chinese breed and Wasabi is a Japanese-influenced name. Hello. Wah-wah. Some fleshies took real issue that Wasabi needed to stay cool on a cooling pad in an air-conditioned room due to his breathing issues. As did I. So this is what breeders' fleshies consider to be top-shelf representation of us doggos? Yeah, I mean, Calabrian chilies and Romanesco broccoli. The dog can barely breathe. Maybe they are considered top-shelf because that's all they can do is lay on a shelf. Other tweets included x-ray photos of the breed's head, bashing the AKC for promoting the practices of overbreeding of dogs with numerous health problems just for the sake of human vanity. Check out our Facebook page for this week's Doggo News Stories and for more details. G'day, mates. Aussie here to tell you that this week's Doggo News was brought to you by the very special Fuck Kibble tier of Patreons. Alicia Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, Stife, and Tambo London. If you love this podcast, consider becoming a Patreon yourself. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indie Show. Sign up for great perks and help to keep this show bringing you smiles and weirdness in an otherwise treacherous world. Dear Diary, well it is now day three in my journey away from the Minge. I 
feel that the local customs around here are baffling at best. No true rhyme or reason to anything that they do. There's no daily trips to the park, maybe a meager walk around the block well later than my usual 6am wake-up calls. I haven't been told one bedtime story. Hey Mozart, shut up. Yeah, we're trying to sleep. Sleep? What are you two talking about? It's 5.30 in the morning. It's time to rise and shine. Rise and shine? We just went to bed an hour ago. I don't get these crazy hours that you guys keep. Look, Mosef, there is one thing that I will absolutely not tolerate, and that is someone fucking with my beauty sleep. Oh, okay. You are in our territory right now, buddy. You need to adapt or move your lug butt out of this room. Well, that's what I did. I was hanging out with Uncle. That was your first mistake right there, buddy. Daddy's a night owl. Well, I thought he was just a fleshy. He could shapeshift, too. What? No, she means that father stays up till all hours of the night. Good luck with an early morning anything with him. Okay, but he's a good snuggle on the couch. Adapt or kick rocks, Mo. Okay, okay. Now, can we please get some sleep? Absolutely. Thank you. Finally! Dear Diary, after a long conference with the cousins, I have learned the new art of adaptation. Mozart! I am now wrestling with how exactly to get comfortable in this lumpy bed. Mozart, stop moving around! But I can't get comfortable! Then go to your crate! Oh no, that won't do. See, I have become a bit of a snuggle lug since I have become adopted. Sleeping in my crate when there is a nice, warm, fleshy to snuggle up against just doesn't appeal to me. Can you two keep it down up there? Zeddy has no problem sleeping in his crate! Yeah, but he's more of a swinging bachelor, you know? He's a rapper. Oh, that's true. He has his own successful podcast. Debatable. Me, I still feel like a, you know, a little heartbroken lug in need of some good snuggles. Well, that's fine. Why don't you just... Lay still and settle in and get a little more comfy. Well, it's really tough with all the recording equipment in the bed as well. What in the name of ramen noodles and buckwheat pancakes is all that stuff doing up here in the first place? Oh, I thought it was a good idea to document my diary entries for the butterfly thingy. What? Monday's Mutts. On a beach near Upper Cape, Crimea, a very rare interaction was filmed. While meetings between doggos and dolphins are understandably rare, a video shows just how playful the interactions can get when they do occur. Dolphins and dogs are both intelligent, curious animals. So when they're confronted with something they might never have seen before, that curiosity takes over. And that's exactly what happened with Anastasia Vinikova and her dog Patrick. The video shot by Anastasia shows a pod of dolphins swimming along the shore when Patrick took notice. While the dolphins appear to be excited by the encounter, Patrick seems to be out of his mind with joy, engaging in a spirited game of chase up and down the beach. Dogs have been long known for their interest in other animals and their ability to sidle outside their own species for a little playtime, but that's usually all furry land-based fun. This type of playful interaction of the amphibious nature is very rare, and the reason why Patrick from Crimea is this week's Monday's Butt. Dear Diary, Day 12 in my separation from the Minge. I feel like I have been forced in some sort of death march on the hot desert sun. Uncle had me marching up and down mountains at breakneck pace. Uh, stretch it out. Stretch it out. Oh, man, that was a great hike. Yeah, it really brought all the senses to life. I got to work my hips out, and I pumped the lungs full of some air. That was awful. Are you trying to tell me that the two of you enjoyed that type of thing? Of course. We live for those types of hikes. The mountainous kind. Views of the city, talking with the hawks. I thought we were being punished for keeping Uncle up all night moving around. Well, that was you, Bo, not us. I don't get it. Don't you go for hikes like three times a day? 
Well, those are walks on flat level ground, not death marches up and down mountains. Ha, <laughs> suck it up, Buttercup. We are like twice your age. Yeah. Yeah, we are ready for dinner and some couch sleep time. Feel like the pads on my feet are drying up. When does Emo come by with the coconut oil for our paws? Huh? What? The coconut oil to moisturize the pads of our paws. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a spa, Mo. Yeah, with all the med zennies on, it's more like a nursing home. Hey, shut up, bitch. So I was marched nearly to an inch of my life near a cliff, and no one is going to rub coconut oil on the pads of my paws? In a word, Mo, no. But they might get cracked. Wait a second. Why are the mites in the time machine? Are you doing another diary entry, Mozart? Uh, guilty. Breed of the Week! This week's breed of the week falls into the scent hound breed group, the otter hound. This ancient breed was a descendant of rough-coated French hounds. They were used to hunt otters in the cold English rivers as early as the 11th century. Otter hounds are extremely energetic and usually friendly with everyone. They measure in at 23 to 27 inches and weigh a whopping 65 to 115 pounds. They have a lifespan of 11 to 13 years. Too damn short! The otter hound's coat is dense, rough, coarse, with a hard undercoat below the neck. This allows them to withstand long hours of swimming in freezing cold water. They have substantially webbed feet. They are a rather vocal breed, therefore are not good for city living. They are also a little stubborn and resistant to obedience training. That seems to be a running theme. They seem to do better with country living. They do need to be brushed daily to prevent matting. And they love the outdoors and require a lot of exercise, including long daily romps and frequent opportunities to swim. The Otter Hound, this week's Breed of the Week. Dear diary, day separated away from the minge, unknown. I am now completely adrift. I lay here in a dark room, listening to the clock ticking away, counting down the seconds until my life gets back to a semblance of normal. Found him! Oh, Jesus, where's he at? He's in the bedroom on the bed! What are you doing, Mozart? I thought if I just kind of laid here, maybe the rest of you would come to bed. Mo, it's 8 p.m. I know! Bedtime. No, Mo, it's movie time. What's the movie? Well, it's not really movie time, as in we're all sitting there watching any one movie. No, it's movie time, as in father is making up some popcorn, and if we stare hard enough, maybe we'll get some. I'm not really in the mood for popcorn. Thanks anyway. That's it. Get up. What? I'm tired of you moping around here the entire time. It's time you get some tough love. Yeah, we're not going to let one of our pack members wallow in depression. Get over here, noogie. Is somebody ticklish? <laughs> tickle, tickle, Stop tickle. It. Stop it. My whole belly is ticklish. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Did you just piss on us, Mo? I told you to stop. I think I got some in my mouth. Sorry. Ah, it's all right, you lug. Yeah, piss happens. You Feel it any better? Well, I am. Well, it's good to know that you guys care. Of course we care. You're a member of our pack. I am? Come on, silly. Of course you are. What about all the picking on me you twos always do? Have you heard the way we talk to each other? Yeah, Mo. If you didn't pick on you and mess with you, that would mean that we didn't like you. Yeah, buddy. The more we fuck with you, the more it means we love you. Well, then you guys must really love me. Meh. Digging deep and doggo hell. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. 
Today on Digging Deep, we would like to focus on some preventative health measures and tips to help extend your doggo's life. This is quite an extensive list, so we might come back to it in future episodes. The first tip is before getting a new puppers, go ahead and go through your place thoroughly. Examine every inch of the place you might call home with one question in mind. How many ways can my new dog kill himself here? Anything that dangles, sparkles, topples, or can be chewed poses a danger. Don't think that you're in the clear if your new dog is an adult. One nine-year-old country dog got a new home in an urban high-rise. She did not realize that the open window led to not a backyard, but a 15-story drop. It all ended well, but she did spend an entire afternoon perched on an air conditioner. Next, get your red light commands in as quickly as possible. Young puppies are information sponges, so use this period to ingrain life-saving commands. You know, come, leave it, sit, and down. It's a little more challenging to teach them as an adult, but you'll be happy you made the extra effort if your dog ever gets loose and makes a beeline towards traffic. Finally, as a dog owner, you will face constant barrage of requests, opinions, and orders. Protect your dog from all of these unsolicited affections and advice by learning to say one little word. No, you live with this dog, and you know what's best for him or her. Don't allow anyone, even a person in position of authority, to browbeat you into a bad decision. Aw, he's so cute. Can I kiss his little nose? No. Can I give her a piece of my sandwich? Nope. Well, actually, you can, but okay. Don't you want to try this new procedure? Not a chance. Let me toss him into the deep end. Try it, and it will be the last thing you do. Dear Diary, well, things have surely taken a turn for the better. My recent breakthrough with the cousins has deepened my affection for them. I've even slept face-to-face -face with Indiana and didn't lose an ear. There's been some rumblings from Emo and Uncle that the Minge is on her way back to me, so I'm so excited I'm just gonna let my lug butt go and dance around the house. Lug, 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 lug. Okay, well, now that I got my microphone back, I guess now is as good as time as any to do a page from our book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 202, sitters. Every now and then, fleshies need to get away. If you have children, that means leaving the kids with a family member or a babysitter. Well, a babysitter costs a lot of money. And who knows what they're up to when your kids are asleep. Yeah, I mean, they could be going through your drawers or your drawls. <laughs> Having their friends over for parties. Or practicing witchcraft. What's wrong with that? But not with a doggo. Well, you will still have to shit out some money for a sitter or leave us with a family member. But in that case, it doesn't matter what they do while they're watching us. Yeah, have all the friends over you want. Get down with all the teenage partying and sex you want. We don't care. Just gotta feed us, walk us and keep us out of the chocolate or raisins. And make sure we don't run into traffic. Well, I think they have to do that with the flesh mobs, too. Yeah, that's true. But practice all the witchcraft you want when we're around. We don't care. Again, what is the problem with witchcraft? Yeah. The biggest problem you're going to have when leaving your dogs versus leaving your kids is that you'll miss us more. Parents act like they miss their kids when they're on vacation, but after a few hours, they realize it's the most peace they've had in years. Sometimes decades. And remember, babysitters can have an affair with your spouse. Happens all the time. I mean, I guess your dog sitter could also have an affair with your spouse. Yeah, but it's less likely. Yeah, you barely hear stories about this. Yeah, it's because they're hairy. Hairy? Yeah, you know, dog sitters are usually covered in fur. Dog fur. Oh, yeah. Good point. And as much as we like it, it can be kind of a turnoff for fleshies. Yeah, dog fleshies are sometimes known to smell like dogs, too. Huh, what do you think is worse, smelling like baby poop or smelling like dog poop? Baby poop for sure. Agreed. 
So there you have it. Reason number 202. Sitters! You know, I feel like this was like a real growing experience for me, staying with you guys this last couple of weeks. Well, we're glad to see you go, you big lug. Ah, uh, that's more you messing with me, huh? No, it's not Mozart, not at all. Okay, well, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. <laughs> see you on Exploding Sky Day! Oh, oh shit, the 4th of July, July is coming! coming. Oh, God. Well, that about does it for today's episode of the Zenny and Indy Show. New episodes drop Mondays. Make sure to like and follow on social media, tell a friend, and please consider becoming a Patreon, where you can help these dope dogs in the fight to get off kibble. Fuck kibble! And please reach out to us on social media if you have any thoughts about the show or topics that you'd like us to discuss. We appreciate your feedback and support. So until next time, smell you later! later. You still haven't told me what's wrong with witchcraft.